4.88 million. This is the figure that James Gibbs stole from his clients when he was acting as their financial advisor. His clients trusted him with their savings, with their money to be used for their retirements, and he devastatingly broke that trust by using that money for his own purposes. On July 10, 2019, ASIC's case against James Gibbs came to a close. After pleading guilty to 28 dishonesty offences, committed between August 2009 and July 2016, he was sentenced to 10 years imprisonment, with a non-parole period of seven years to serve. Hello and welcome to the official podcast of the Australian Securities and Investments Commission. I'm Louise Tapsell. At the beginning, when we finally realised it really was true that he'd taken everything, that's when you just, just can't believe it. You feel an idiot, you feel angry, you feel that how can this man who had invited us to social dues, who was so friendly, we'd met his family. And then we realised it wasn't just us, it was so many other people, so that he really was a fraud of the best kind. Yes. And a thief. Yes. This is the voice of Dallas Stevenson, a former client of James Gibbs. Dallas and her husband invested approximately 720000 with Mr Gibbs. While some of this was paid to the couple into their own accounts... Over 350000 of their retirement savings went unaccounted for. As the Stevenson's financial advisor, Mr Gibbs set up a self-managed superannuation fund for the couple, along with a Macquarie cash account. After a while, he merged Dallas's shares into the portfolio as well, assuring the couple he could better manage their wealth if the shares were transferred over. Yes, he came across as such an honest, kind, lovely person. And that made it very difficult when it all happened to come to terms with the fact that he he wasn't that sort of person at all. He did talk a lot. And if we tried to ask questions, he sometimes brushed them aside and sometimes just, oh, don't worry about that. No, it's all going so well. Don't worry about that. As their financial advisor, Mr Gibbs was trusted by his clients to operate their self-managed superannuation accounts, as well as to open new accounts. In some instances... Mr Gibbs was given his client's login information where he was able to conduct unauthorised transactions using this information. Once he controlled the accounts, he went on to steal the funds. Mr Gibbs and his company, James Gibbs Investments, were authorised representatives of Madison Financial Group. It was Madison who called the Stevensons to let them know their money was missing. Between August 2010 and June 2014, just over 530000 was transferred out of the Stevenson's investments into accounts owned, operated or associated with Mr Gibbs. When the Stevensons got a call from Madison, they were told their self-managed superannuation fund had one investment, a Macquarie cash account, with a balance of $63.66. They rang us. I'll never forget it. We were just sitting in the evening and they rang us and said, I'm terribly sorry, all your money's gone. And at first we couldn't believe it. We thought it was like some black joke. But then we realised it was true. So at first we're thoroughly shocked and horrified and just you feel like your bottom's fallen out of your world. And then after that, then we got angry and we thought, how could he do this to us? We couldn't believe it. A breach report was given to ASIC by Madison Financial and ASIC immediately began to investigate the allegations that Mr Gibbs had stolen his clients' funds. 
Here is ASIC's Enforcement Senior Manager, Chris Rowe, discussing ASIC's investigation into Mr Gibbs. Mr Gibbs abused his position as a financial advisor. He, in particular, was in a, in a unique position of trust where clients had um, given him complete authority over the, the way their money was managed. And uh, he abused that in the worst possible way by using their money for his own purposes and by giving them documents such as account statements which um, deceived them about the, the way that he was, um, their investments were performing. To make his clients feel secure, Mr Gibbs created false documents for his clients, including bank documents and member statements. In these statements, he lied about the value of his clients' investment portfolios, making them feel as if their investments were working well, that their savings were safe. We'd heard of things like this happening. It's like a lot of things in life. You never think it's actually going to happen to you. And you think you've got your finger on things. You think, you know, because you see, he used to mock up all sorts of statements which weren't true at all. And naturally, how do we know that they weren't true? So yeah. he was frightfully clever in that manipulative, sly, horrible way. Here's ASIC's Chris Rowe again, detailing ASIC's investigation. We obtained a number of computers from his Adelaide office and then proceeded to execute search warrants on both his home address and on him personally uh, as he was arriving at uh, Adelaide Airport from interstate. Uh, we then examined him uh, and from there continued gathering information from clients in particular about their investments with him and their dealings with him over the years. We obtained uh, statements from a number of clients which went to form up a um, brief of evidence which we submitted to the Commonwealth Director of Public Prosecutions. Thank you to Dallas Stevenson for taking me through her personal story and her dealings with James Gibbs. Thank you also to Chris Rowe for discussing the ASIC case and efforts to see James Gibbs behind bars. More information on James Gibbs and ASIC's case against him are available on the ASIC website. If you have any feedback for us on this podcast, send us a tweet to ASIC Media. We'd love to hear from you.